Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Coming up this hour, we'll have for you hashtag Taiwan and status update. But first up today, here in Taiwan. Today is Monday, June 28th, and you're listening to Here in Taiwan on Radio Taiwan International. Uh, if you are actually listening via the radio, it's Tuesday, June 29th. Yeah, that's right. Uh, feel that difference. <laughs> How's it feel to be in the future? <laughs> What's it like? Tell us. Tell us, yeah. <laughs> Leave a comment below. <laughs> that, that'd be that. Yeah, okay. We'll figure that out. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure out the time space, <laughs> space time continuum uh, after the show is over. Uh, so today's show, uh, I am so happy to be here after being away for a yeah, little while. Yeah, it's been too long. Yeah, work from home is is uh, has been. Yeah, uh, how, how how are you finding it? It's been distant. Yeah, if we're being super socially, honest, socially distant, socially distant, uh, keeping us safe, of course, from each other. Uh, yeah, because we're all dangerous, we're real threats. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be talking a little bit about that. I'm going to be talking a little bit about um, what it's been like to watch the official pandemic press conference every day and to attempt to live tweet it the ups and the downs the ups and the downs the ins and the outs <laughs> <laughs> it's an emotional roller coaster it is it is also some other fun stories we're going to be talking about uh covid19 pet adoption rates plant sales surge amid outbreak mm. spoiler alert i've i've acquired at least one of those Oh really? Since find out which yeah, later on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this. I'm <laughs> cliffhangers today yeah. provided by Stash Butler. <laughs> um, do we introduce ourselves? Not that we did. I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Stash Butler. <laughs> Stash is also going to be talking about chicken essence job helps inmates plan for after jail. What is that even about? <laughs> Who knows? Find out later in the show. <laughs> this is such a cliffhanger. I don't even know where this yeah. is going. We're just purposely being misleading now. Yes. Well, all that and more in today's Here in Taiwan. So just an idea of how... We've been working over the past month and a, uh, almost two months. No, no, month, month and, and a half. half. Yeah, yeah. Since May nineteenth, basically, uh, we've been on two-person news shifts. But I think people know that if they've been watching here in Taiwan, because it's usually just two people yeah, who show you up. Yeah, noticed. Yeah, um, we had you on the phone a couple of times, but yeah, it was proving quite a lot. I mean, you were doing a lot of stuff from from home. Yeah, so I was trying to watch the press conferences and mm. and like write a bunch of stories and edit the stories and uh I was breathless by the time the day was over just trying to like run around and get everything done. Yeah. I don't know what the situation was like in the office, but I feel like we've been busier. I, I definitely feel so. I mean, I also realized today that I've been doing one story too many for the past <laughs> five weeks, which explains why my Mondays are so hectic. Thanks, Stash. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely been pretty hectic. I mean, I guess also because we've been kind of splitting the editing responsibilities and then but then for you, I guess you're normally editing and writing two stories. Um, 
and I'm normally not editing, so um, so you know we both got like additional stuff on our plates. Yeah. Um, and then like today for you, I guess you're doing a video for the first time in yeah, a while. Long I guess. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think uh, part of it also is because there is so much news that's been happening. Like I feel like things are changing so quickly. So sometimes we write a story, but then it ends up changing before we yeah. broadcast. Um, so uh, just uh, some people who have been writing in here. Uh, Colleen Mayu says, hello. So happy to see Andrew's back. Hi. We're um, so happy to see it too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's so nice to be in the studio, to be kind of with you guys in person in the mm. office. Uh, it's, it is. It, I do enjoy working from home, but yeah. I also miss the camaraderie and the ability yeah, to just definitely. like talk about stories as they're happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the things I wanted to share with everybody, too, is like what it's been like to kind of live tweet the press conferences every day. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so I have watched every single uh, Central Epidemic Command Center press conference since May 15th. That's a lot. It is a lot. That must be. Uh, so what is it? I mean, back of the, you know, that's kind of about 40 or 45 or about 40 right? or 45 so yeah. that includes saturdays and sundays yeah um i will be super honest and say that i don't always finish the press conference <laughs> because what usually happens is they give the meat of it in the first like 10 or 15 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah yeah and then like actually today was quite long it was about 30 minutes and mm. then they open up for questions sometimes the questions are great sometimes the questions are terrible really what's yes. the worst question <laughs> well, I for me the the worst questions are the ones where they've asked it, something that's already been addressed in right. the press conference. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I mean there's a period of time where people would ask every single day is the level 3 alert going to be taken down to a level 2 alert? Right. And you can see the health minister just kind of like very patiently <laughs> saying like what he says every time yeah. which is, you know, we are looking into it. We are we're making decisions based on like yeah. what we are observing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, with those, I just kind of zone out. Um, yeah, yeah. But what's interesting is that not all the journalists are allowed to come to every press conference. Oh, really? Was yeah. that, how does it work? So from my understanding is that they have like person A, B, C, and D for each media outfit. Oh, okay. And so you can't go every day. So like they try to do this whole like Finlio thing, right? So if certain people do... Uh, get infected with COVID-19, then you have other people who were not there on the same day. Right. So they're kind of trying to keep all people, like a small group of people that have only been around each other. Right. So I it's see. not people mixing in and out. I see, I see, I see. So I see. like you don't have different see. journalists okay. come in contact with other different journalists. Right. You yeah. always, you're only, if you're coming, con yeah, I get it. So you're kind of almost forming little kind of household clusters. Exactly. Yeah. Or mm, I wouldn't call it a cluster. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, yeah. I mean, what, what do you, I, what do we say? I forget what it was, you, right? So it's not like, chin, yeah, I mean, like I forget, uh, like a little bubble, bubble. That's yeah, but that's the word I'm looking for. So like reporter bubble. Yeah, it's like a little reporter bubble, <laughs> which sounds oh, much more fun yeah, than it is. So great. <laughs> I mean, because also, like, do you? I mean, because the way that the the press conference is kind of set up is that you know the, there's a camera facing the front, and they have the kind of the panel of various people, including ministers and so on, and then and, and the person uh, doing sign language on on the left. But they don't. They don't ever kind of change the camera angle to look at the reporters. Yes. So all you hear is the reporters' voices. Yes, that's right. And you can sometimes see the back of the reporters' heads right, yeah, if they're yeah, sitting yeah, in the front. Yeah. Uh, and there are certain reporters that you start to recognize really? after a while, like whose yeah. who's voice is just kind of great. On you. <laughs> it's like, oh no, not another <laughs> oh, question. Oh, that from, one again. Yeah. And but what's interesting though is, is, is as I was saying, like not all the you know reporters that are covering this beat can come in every time. So yeah. sometimes you'll hear media outfits or reporters saying this next question is on behalf of this newspaper or this tv right, channel right, right, right. and i always think it's hilarious because it's like 
are you going to ask such a terrible question that you don't want to be associated with it? <laughs> you want to blame it on yeah, that was my other... organization. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, so I mean, sometimes when they bring up, I mean, there's definitely leading questions where people are trying to get a headline. Yeah, 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 exactly. I can imagine. And they're just like, oh, you know, do you deny this or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. people are saying this. Yeah. yeah people yeah. are worried about this. And it's actually like, who are those people that are worried about yeah, that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is it trolls? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Um, so I, I do notice that they've made an attempt to kind of talk about the fake news that's being brought up and to address yeah. it head on. Yeah. So, for example, um, we saw on uh, over the weekend, they showed. Uh, a meme that's been going around that was saying actually maybe i shouldn't say what it was saying yeah okay wait, <laughs> say why it's wrong <laughs> so, so it was basically suggesting it was like uh suggesting a certain side effect or a certain right, uh, right. symptom to a certain uh vaccine oh right so okay. it's it's clearly been created to sow distrust within yeah. the vaccine within the people who are importing it within the government yeah yeah and so they kind of showed it and you can see that the characters that they use were simplified characters oh, really? which should give you an it's always a, I mean, I understanding that's like step one i mean like come on <laughs> that's so easy good meme making yeah use the language that's used in taiwan yeah. um but it also was interesting because it had like these graphics that made it look like it was from a legitimate report oh really yeah and then they also had english on there oh to give yeah, it a the further most, level of see, legitimacy, legitimacy right yeah i mean i, I, I remember like stuff like when the pandemic was starting there was stuff kind of going around like that and and sometimes it's just like even the kind of most sort of if they're not even really attributing it they're just like oh like a japanese research team or like australian scientists have found and it's like it's really late but it, it works but the people who spread that kind of stuff it do, it totally works yeah and it's really frustrating to watch it unfold in, yeah. in real time uh we actually have a couple of comments here we have a hello from op verma also, Sabina Guo says, most of the questions journalists ask are terrible. I roll my eyes constantly. Comments are fun to read. Me too. I like, <laughs> I, you know, for a while, a couple days last week, I got so fed up with it that I just, every time a bad question would come up, like my usual MO is to just like kind of zone out for a little bit. But yeah, then I realized yeah, yeah. that was dangerous. Yeah. So I would actually look for cat pictures and just tweet them in place of reporting <laughs> on the terrible question. I see. Because I don't want to repeat the terrible question yeah. either, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's really interesting watching what happens in the press conference and just kind of uh, commenting on not the comments or not the contents of the yeah, press conference, yeah. but like what I observe and like, <laughs> what's like, different or, or, or like, oh, Chen Shidong looks tired today <laughs> yeah. or he's got a particularly sort of mournful look in his eye. You can see that he hasn't shaved in yeah. a while. You do see that <laughs> yeah. around the side of the mask, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. <laughs> or, or certain questions you can, he'll like kind of, he'll like inhale and like sigh. exhale. You can tell that like, Oh goodness. <laughs> he just, yeah, I know he just, he just wants a nap. Yeah. The poor, give poor the poor guy. man a nap. Seriously. I guess like his general demeanor for me seems kind of like wearily resigned. Like, <laughs> that's how I probably kind of characterize it. Like he, he's never kind of like, uh, you know, like really kind of, you know, he's never caught off ruffled. guard. Yeah. Caught off guard by a, like a journalist question. Really. And he can always sense when there's a trap. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and you can see he kind of slows down a little bit more, like inhales a little bit uh, and then kind of goes back to the most fundamental truths. Yeah. In the scenario that's being discussed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then starts from scratch and lays it out in a way that it he he's he doesn't feel like a politician deflecting. Yeah. He yeah, feels yeah. like a doctor who is 
like talking the yeah. patient off the ledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, and we need that. Um, Ivan Dye says, I like your mask, Andrew. Thank you. I usually don't wear... Um, uh, camouflage. Yeah, where did you get that? Because I'm a bit of a pacifist, <laughs> but I figured like this is not going to help me in any war scenario. <laughs> so yeah, I don't like... know where. What, what camouflage? Yeah, what? It's the anti camouflage. Yeah, leave us your comments. Where would Andrew need to be for that to be camouflage? A pride parade? Yeah, probably a pride parade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just like. I'm, I'm not. I, I can't. Yeah, or some kind of French national. Yes. Assembly. Yeah, 14 juillet, <laughs> which is coming up. Oh yeah, interestingly, yeah, the fourteenth of oh, July. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. In their w- French National Day. Oh, what there you Bastille go. Day? Yeah, Bastille Day. Yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. There yes. we go. We don't really have one, one of those in the UK. A Bastille Day? We don't. <laughs> no, surprisingly, <laughs> this actually would work in the UK too. It right? would. Like, it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For now, if I get caught somewhere between the Union Jack and like you know Fraternité, yeah, like, you know, you what kind is it? of Solidarité. You're spanning all of them. You can go. You can be your home of France, UK, yeah. America, yeah. Mister International, Mister Worldwide. Yeah, Taiwan. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Worldwide. That is the one beauty competition that I might have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Mask Worldwide. Yeah. Um, I always go simple. I'm kind of a. I like my. I like my purple. I like the purple. That's very nice. Because I, because I, I had a. I had a nice mask the other day, and then it was like just like a tiny bit tighter than the usual Ooh. one, and just kind of hurting my ears. Yeah. yeah, not fun. Not fun. Not fun at it's, all. It's it's funny through this whole pandemic. If we go back to when we first started wearing masks, which for me would have been the first day of travel for Chinese New Year 2020. Right. Yeah. So we had to wear them on the. Well, we didn't have to wear them on the train. Really? We did on the way back. Um, but going down there, I noticed most people were wearing them. And they actually, at Hualien Station, they handed me one. It was like, would you like a mask? And I was like, oh, oh wow. maybe I should wear a mask. Yeah. I remember like um, when, I can't remember. It must have been when it was just starting. There was this one girl in my, my Chinese class at the time. And she was like the first one to panic by far. <laughs> she actually ended up going back. She was Israeli. She ended up going back to Israel which had a, wo- a lot worse of a time yeah. uh, just for fear that, you know, Taiwan would be so badly hit. Front lines, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but, but yeah, she was, she was on it with the masks and the hand wash. Like, like good for that. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that like, it's for me, it's kind of gone. It's ebbed and flowed. Like early on, we couldn't get the masks. Yeah. So we would wear the same mask like three days in a row mm-hmm. and I would hang it out in the sun to ho- <laughs> hoping that UV rays would like yeah, sterilize yeah, yeah. it and whatnot. But now like, I think grabbing a mask is like, I have a little box that yeah. I keep them in. Yeah, it's yeah. just like grabbing one going out. I don't even, it's like, because it's at that point where it's just what you do just when you go out to the yeah, house. Yeah. You grab and your you, keys. And you feel, you're like, oh, I'm missing something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Feel naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. So uh, thank you to people who are sending comments below. We have Javaid Iqbal. Greetings from Javaid Iqbal, Sheikhpura, Pakistan. Jason Stevens saying that uh, when his state premier was wearing his North Face jacket, it was good news. When he's wearing his suit, not so good. Ooh. You know, you can tell by Chen Shizhong, like by the masks he's wearing, like what he what he may or may not focus on oh, on really? that day. Yeah. Like, what, for, what, for example... Uh, so one day uh, was a particularly serious day where, where things kind of had turned south a little bit. He, he just had the words on there, like Chinese. Little frown. Yeah. Uh, and it said something like, uh, which means like keep social distance yeah. and like, 把口罩戴好, 
right. to wear your mask properly. Right. And he like doubled down on. So you could tell that was going to be some stern messaging. Going yes. On. Yeah, yeah. And then the day that uh, after I think the U.S. donated vaccines, he had the American flag and the Taiwanese flag. Right. And, like, you know symbols of friendship some cute dogs and stuff yeah on there as well. yeah for sure and then japanese you know the, yeah that yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah, going yeah. on there and sometimes they're all wearing the same one and it's like oh somebody got a donation on that <laughs> uh and some days they're all doing their own thing uh one of the guys was wearing something and i could not tell what it looked like but it looked really cool yeah it looked like either the night version of google maps so it was like black but had like highway like oh, things okay. on it cool but it could have also been like celestial maps uh, it could have been like planets and solar systems right did you figure you didn't figure that one out it did not uh, a dear friend of mine thought it looked like a new bra pattern but i don't think that was what it was <laughs> whatever it was i would like one yeah they've all got symbolism i don't yeah we haven't kind of figured that that out so much but yeah it's interesting how it can kind of show a little preview of what's coming up ab- yes above. Well, uh, I mean, we could talk about this uh, all show, but I probably. think we should probably move on to a couple other fun topics we have prepared. Yeah? Let's do it. Tinkly music. Okay, you have two stories there. Let's start off with uh, the pet adoption rates, plant sales surge amid outbreak. Yeah, I mean, I guess like everyone, you know, because we're all mostly stuck at home now. Everyone is sort of, I guess, you know, dusting off old board games, you know, <laughs> like just searching for anything to, oh, you're going to play music over me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it was so boring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, everyone, every, I think everyone's finding something. I mean, you know, like we, if you're watching Town Insider last uh, week, we did a bit of a kind of cleaning thing with natalie where mm. you know people have been doing some spring cleaning they've been kind of generally i guess reevaluating their lives in in some way or another have you baked bread yet this pandemic i haven't <laughs> baked bread no <laughs> I, um i mean anything interesting in a kind of culinary sense no i mean that's more of your kind of thing you're more you're uh. more of the kind of cook aren't you i was very reluctant to make bread because it involves like kneading and like yeah right rising like, yeah, yeah, yeah but i found this one that you don't have to knead it's that no kneading look up new york times mark Bittman. it tells you how to do it and uh, you have to let it sit for like 16 hours oh wow but it's amazing okay. it's like magic yeah. you can bring it in next time yeah yeah i'll share next time uh, but some people have been uh you know getting you know finding things to do in different ways and that's included adopting pets and obviously buying plants it's like you know <laughs> you're stuck inside like you have to live with the people you're with let's get another roommate yeah. oh, oh i don't I know mean, i don't know if, i mean for me i just feel like uh i guess i'm just used to like where it, like i have cats back in the uk and they're free they're very much free to come like come and go we've got yes. like, a cat flap they come in and out love it um you know that then they're not ever going to be cooped up. But and then but if you have like a cat that's like stuck in an apartment or even or a dog as well, where like, you know, Taipei does have some green space, but like it not not like an, an incredibly large amount. Yeah. And they closed a lot of the parks. Exactly. So yeah. like, how, where are you going to take this dog for, you know, for a walk? There's a very cute dog on this. Um, oh, <laughs> look at that. Isn't that That's a very cute puppy uh, in Taoyuan. He's but a junky boy. The, the, <laughs> the Taoyuan Animal Protection Office says that basically it's, it's pet adoption rate has gone up uh, 10% uh, on year wow. last year. Um, and there's also lots of people buying plants. Uh, a plant shop owner in Pingdong County said people, are, yeah, he's just seen, you know, a big rise in people because they just want to, you know, do something, have like a little project. Kind of I've definitely with. adopted some plants. Have you? Yes. I've actually lost a plant. Uh, <laughs> I managed to kill a succulent. 
How? I don't know. It's in in the office. Did you like wa- over water? No, this is the thing. Shirley, uh, <laughs> who you also know, know from other episodes, was you know sitting behind me with a, a different succulent. And she was like, "Oh yeah, I water it every day." I'm like, "It's a succulent. I don't think you need to do that." <laughs> like you know, they they meant they grow in deserts, right? <laughs> and somehow mine died. Oh, I don't know what I did to deserve this. The most arid of deserts <laughs> is the RTI <laughs> office. Yes, exactly. It's a, it would survive a desert, but it wouldn't survive my desk, apparently. Um, oh. Yeah, so so that's a, a kind of a thing that's, you know, trend that's going on now. If you have any suggestions about uh, keeping succulents alive in an office space, let us know. Do you know my plants in the office are also not doing super great? Really? I think it's uh, I think it's the air conditioning, maybe? Or? Well, the thing is, I've got two plants, and the other one's doing great. It's this kind of just like kind of a waxy leaf, kind of green, green one, and mm-hmm. that's that's fine. But but the succulent was just slowly dying. And oh, I, I was watching no. it happen before, <laughs> before my <laughs> eye, hoping that it would stop at some point. That is a riveting movie. Yeah, there. <laughs> it was it was it was not great. Death of a succulent. Death of a succulent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I we have one. What time for one more piece? We jack some music. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, this, is, this is my chicken essence job helps inmates plan for after jail. <laughs> so, chicken essence. Have you have you heard of chicken essence? Before? Yeah. What it's, is teaching? Yeah. It's like this thing that like high school kids will like down when they're staying up all night to study for finals. Oh no, really? Yeah, yeah. They also have essence of clam. <laughs> it's almost I kind of like imagining like perfume ads like essence of clam. <laughs> 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 Can you please do that for Bee Taiwan chicken. <laughs> Essence of chicken. Um, they, well, <laughs> I don't, yeah, maybe not that, but there is a, a, a prison in Tainan. It's a minimum security prison. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of, you know, this kind of trying to integrate prisoners back into society or finding ways to like, you know, give people a skill that they can then use after they've, they've come out and stuff. And uh, for this prison, they have a facility that uh, produces and markets chicken essence <laughs> and there's some nice pictures of chickens uh they look great actually these are apparently f- <laughs> yeah, i mean they're probably they don't look great probably by the end of the process but at <laughs> the beginning of it um I, they use free range chickens there are chickens that are four months old um for their chicken essence are you going to show a picture of this are you going to drop a link in i'll there? drop a link in there uh, I think you should do it for the puppy one too. Yeah, I will. Um, Can I just mention? Sorry. Yeah. I don't know it. if people are like following us. When we say essence of chicken, we don't mean like a f- the the smell of chicken. We're talking <laughs> about like a a reduced like yeah. chicken soup. Yeah, it's which basically been reduced to it's like what remains is the essence. It's like yeah. chicken chicken broth kind of type thing. Very it's strong, strong yeah. chicken broth. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it it doesn't sound particularly appealing. Does it, does it taste like chicken? Um, have you tried it? Yes, I have. It does taste like chicken. It yeah. does. It tastes very strong. Uh, I don't know if it gives you a little bit of a boost or yeah. like. I have a feeling maybe some people take it for hangovers. Really? Or but it's definitely like it's not something you add to other dishes. It's just something you sh- you have on its own. I think you could. Yeah. I haven't heard of people cooking with it, but I think it's mostly people just doing it like energy drinks. That it is horrific to me, <laughs> and there's no other word for it. That's like. One of the worst things I can like think of, you know, when like you see like weird kind of drinks in the shop, <laughs> it's like <laughs> chicken. Like, is it cold as well? Do you have it cold? Just room temperature. Just room. Oh, <laughs> tepid chicken water. Uh, 
<laughs> one inmate uh, who uh, calls himself A Xiao says he's learned so much from working at the factory and is considering entering the food processing industry after leaving prison. Well, good for Which him. Which is good, yeah. That um, is good. I, I do I do say I very, am very supportive of jobs for inmates and, and also helping them with careers after they are released. Yeah, definitely. So we're not making light, light of that. It's more, no. It's more the chicken. I'm just, uh, just chicken. Oh. I mean, you know, uh, I'm not even like a, like a vegetarian or a vegan, but that's just like, that's just so repulsive to me. Yes, a chicken whittled down to a little bottle. Yeah. Condensed chicken. Yes. Uh, we have some fun uh, comments. Uh, de chicken. <laughs> uh, de chicken. <laughs> What's chicken in French again? Boulet. Boulet. Oh, uh, de boulet. Uh, de boulet. Uh, we have some fun comments we're going to read after we uh, we finish uh, today's show. Uh, but for here in Taiwan, I'm Andrew Ryan. And I'm Stash Butler. Stay tuned for more on RTI. <laughs> Welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Thank you so much for joining me. Every week on this show, we take a look at what's trending online in Taiwan, whether it's memes or a piece of news that netizens are really talking about. This week, we're going to be talking about giving thanks. Taiwan's netizens have come together to thank three countries in particular who have come through for Taiwan in its time of need. During Taiwan's worst COVID-19 outbreak yet, Taiwan's been struggling in one particular area. But worries in Taiwan were short-lived when three friendly countries came to our aid. The whole story is coming up next on Hashtag Taiwan. Don't go away. It has been one heck of a month for Taiwan. The country is currently battling its worst COVID-19 outbreak so far. On top of that, there's a shortage of vaccines, which are seen as the only surefire remedy for this outbreak. Then, in June, three countries came to Taiwan's aid, donating a combined 3.74 million doses of vaccines, with another 20,000 on the way. People went from hopeless to hopeful. It's been a real roller coaster of emotions. Today, we're going to be exploring gratitude, as in, I'm going to show you how thankful people in Taiwan are for the countries giving us vaccines. In early June, Japan came through for Taiwan with 1.24 million vaccine doses at a time when Taiwan had less than a million. What's more is that they only announced the donation one day before the vaccines arrived. Personally, when I heard the news, I thought, well, this is too good to be true. Then the shipment arrived, I ate my words, and then Taiwan lit up with thanks for Japan. That night, Taiwan's Grand Hotel lit up with the words for gratitude in Japanese. Taipei 101 also displayed messages of friendship between Taiwan and Japan. Facebook users added frames to their profile pictures thanking Japan for the donation. People were giddy with gratitude, but probably none more than Foreign Minister Joseph Wu who tweeted, As Foreign Minister, I shouldn't share personal feelings in public. But after yesterday's vaccine donation and the boiling emotions in Taiwan, what the heck, I love Japan! JW. And JW was right because at the time, emotions in Taiwan were kind of all over the place. After this, the United States was like, Well hey, we want to see our name up on the Grand Hotel and Taipei 101 too. Thus, two days after Japan's donation arrived, three senators arrived in Taiwan on a Boeing C-17. And I specifically specify the C-17 because that's not your run-of-the-mill passenger plane. 
The thing is like an Air Force oil tanker with wings. Upon arrival, the three senators announced that the U.S. was going to donate 750,000 doses of COVID-19 vaccines to Taiwan. Then, just one day before the vaccines arrived, U.S. officials went, Hey Taiwan, what's better than 750,000 vaccines? What? 2.5 million vaccines. That's right. The U.S. more than tripled its original commitment at the last minute. The American Institute in Taiwan, or AIT for short, announced the bonus vaccines on their Facebook page. The vaccines arrived on June 20th. That night, the Grand Hotel lit up with A Heart T. That's a play on words because the Chinese word for love is pronounced I, so you know, A-I-T, A-I-T, get it? Taipei 101 also lit up with love for America, and people started thanking both Japan and the U.S. with their social media profile pictures. So far, I've told you about 3.74 million donated vaccines when I promised you 3.74 million plus 20,000. Enter Lithuania. On Tuesday, Lithuania suddenly announced it would donate 20,000 doses of vaccines to Taiwan in September. Lithuania doesn't even have a representative office in Taiwan, though there are plans to set one up. So people in Taiwan were a little surprised when the Baltic country raised its hand to help. Surprised, but still very thankful. Both President Tsai Ing-wen and Joseph Wu tweeted their thanks to Lithuania, with Joseph Wu sounding much more reserved. A local Taiwanese snack company said it's sending Lithuania a shipping container full of cream puff snacks because, according to them, the Lithuanian Vice Minister of Foreign Affairs took a liking to the snack when he visited the factory in Taiwan. And to nobody's surprise, there's now a profile picture thanking all three countries. Each of these three donations have taken Taiwan by surprise. Japan with its timeliness, the US with its timeliness and its quantity, and Lithuania with... Well, let's just say you don't expect such love from a country you don't really interact with. Still, if these surprises keep coming, eventually my profile picture is going to start looking like some kind of flag catalog. This is Status Update. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Ventriest. Yes, we're going to be eventually getting to your letters that you write us and let us know what programs you listened to in particular in this past week. That's always good to know. And um, so we are going to be getting to your letters in a second, but we are, after all, this is called Status Update. We're going to update our status a little bit here. And I do want to give you an update on the fact that for some reason, my son had a really heated discussion with me the other day about convincing my, me and my husband to get a pet. Oh. Huh. Where did that come from all of a sudden? I Had he ever been know. interested in animals he, before? No. Um, no. And he just thinks that we're already empty nesters. Well, sort of. He, he's the only one who's left in the house. But, um, and he thinks that we should, as empty nesters, we should get a pet when all the kids are going to be gone and going from the house. He well, he's you. not yet, he, he, you know, but he thinks that eventually he will be. Okay. And he's saying that while he's still in the house, he will help take care of whatever this pet is. Oh. But but then but then I said, but then when you move, please take the pet with you. And I said, uh, well, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can afford to keep a pet. Okay. So the issue here is that he thinks that because we're empty nesters, you know, close to that we should get a pet. Hmm. And I said, where's this coming from? Why? And I've never had a pet except for fish oh. and birds. What kind of bird? 
this was in Hong Kong, so it's like a long time ago. And the thing is that it wasn't me or my brother taking up the birds, really my mom. I don't okay. know how we got the birds the in the first place. I no? Also, uh, no, it's these like small ones. They're like really... Parakeets? Maybe they are. They're, they're just very colorful. Parakeets, Okay. I think. And yeah, and I don't know for whatever reason we had this pair of, of birds. Mm-hmm. And they're actually a husband and wife pair. Oh, yeah. And one time... And like I was saying, it was really my mom was taking my uh, birds. And uh, so one time she was like changing, cleaning the cage, mm-hmm. and the the husband flew off. So then she thought, "Oh, poor wife." So she let the wife off too. Oh. <laughs> okay. So that was the end of you okay. know the bird story. Then we had fish. I'm sorry, fish all died on me. Yeah, they don't live very well. Yeah, I know. Just fish. Oh, okay. Same with you, huh? Fish. Yeah. So. I've never had anything like cats or dogs. No, never. Puppies, kittens, no. And I was like, son, where is this coming from? I, I don't know. He was, he's just thinking that it would be good for you. And I said, Google it. Google why it's good to have pets. And I'm going, okay. Hmm. But I'd rather have this discussion with you. Why, I mean, why is that? Well, first of all, um, I know how you got Snowball, your rabbit. Yeah. But, but you were helping out a shelter. But why did you go to a shelter in the first place? It was an interview. Oh, it's because of an interview. Yeah. Right. I think I forgot that part. Okay. And then you had the interview. And while you were having the interview, you I kind of the, saw all the rabbits and you really it was thought they were really cute. Day. Yeah. It was an it was an adoption day. And okay. So there, there were tons of cute rabbits all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so. And one of them came up to me. One of them. Snowball? Yeah. He came over and said hi. You know, I forgot this. I think now I remember. I do remember. Yeah, that did it. That I started volunteering. I wasn't sure. And then I found out someone put in papers to adopt him. And I said, nope, I'm doing it. <laughs> I remember. Challenge. I do remember that part now. I do remember that part now. Eventually, now, there were two other people who were going to. Well, before you adopted Snowball, you actually kept on going back every week to right. help out at the I, shelter. I had helped in take care of an elderly rabbit for a while who lived with me because uh, my roommate's parents were one of them was sick and in the hospital and the other one had to wasn't at home to take care of it. Okay. So uh, so the first one that I ever had really was only in our house for a couple of months. It was already uh, old and it got very sick soon afterwards. But uh, yeah, we took care of it to the end. Okay. And oh, she was very died. nice. Yeah, it was, she oh. can- it was cancer. Oh, okay. Um, but so- she lived uh, what you can expect a rabbit to live basically. So pretty old. Wait, let me let me roll back again. So you're saying so, that you went for an interview, so and I, was well, it that I was like at rabbits the end? after that? And then I went. Then I for did about they a, ask you to help out? No, they said you can if you want to. You can if you want to, and you wanted to. Yeah. Uh huh. And I, I wanted to be with bunnies again, and I didn't think I was going to get one, and I got one. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think you were going to get one. No, because I thought, oh, it would be a hassle. I can't go through that again. I'd go through? Oh, because you previously it was sad. right? Okay. It was but really then, sad. So what convinced you? Cause he, Snowball itself. Because he just He just so... He's happy, I think. <laughs> I'm assuming that Snowball has brought you a lot of joy. Yeah. How has he brought you joy since keeping him? How long has it been now? Uh, more than a year. Right. A uh, year and a half, I want to What's all the good about having Snowball? Um, Tell me everything. Try um, to convince me. Well, he is very silly and very lazy. So I watched. Yeah, we know that part. <laughs> I sat very lazy. I sat, and but that's entertaining. I watched him oh. do a little flop over on the ground that's the other day. That's entertaining. It's Thank hysterical. God. He's so funny. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Um, he likes to. 
it's good company when I'm at home by myself alone, especially during Chinese New Year when it's really everything's empty and shut down. Oh. And I always used to feel kind of, you know, very everything's very dull and gray at that time of year. Yeah. And not this year. It was a lot of fun being together, hanging out, being locked down buddies has been fun. And um, I don't know. He's he is extremely gentle. So you can just hold him. And not all rabbits are like that, but he will just kind of melt in your arms. It's, yeah, you can watch TV and hold him, or um, I like to let so him So have you like lost interest in your mobile phone, lost interest in TV because of Snowball? So you're like spending more time with him when you're home? Oh, definitely. But I, really? I, 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 you know, he's very lazy, like I said. He just likes, he's like an old man. He likes to just take long naps. Right, but that's therapeutic and, to you, you were saying. And, well, no, but I'll listen to some podcast or something while he's doing that or yeah. do some, I fold laundry with him. <laughs> like not with him, with him, but while he's there. And, uh-huh. Yeah, we hang out together. He's a very nice companion. and You know, if you know me, John, I'm someone who is more a practical person. Mm-hmm. I think of problems first. I think about, mm-hmm. oh, taking off the poop, have to walk the... If it's a dog, I said, walk the oh. dog. Well, rabbits to, are easy that way. You know, really? Yeah. They, they're litter, they have, they're trained. They go in the toilet and, or train a bull. Um, and you have to uh, clean it. You have to like clean it out once a day, but that just means dump everything out and and scrub it down, okay. and that's it. And then just put it put it back in, and you're good to go with more litter. Well, that sounds easier than keeping dog. You don't walk. Dog, you don't it? have to walk it. No. Yeah, I mean, even oh, okay. Well, um, the smell is no, there. No, no, no smell. No, they're not smelling. Wait a minute. Have you ever kept a cat or a dog before? When you cat smell. Yeah, cat they, they're smell. they're litter boxes stink yeah um, i think so dogs too. when they get wet too yeah but not not rabbits you don't have to bathe them you're not you supposed are, to <laughs> you're trying to convince me to to just get a rabbit if a pet well, at all check go check it out there's like a hundred <laughs> of them that need at homes and i oh, think I that they're know. easier well there are special needs ones um okay. so maybe don't consider one of those because they can be expensive and high maintenance. Right. But I think your average bunny, um, yeah, they are pretty easy to clean up after. They're very smart and funny. Do they get sick easily? No, not really. When they're old, they can't. There are some problems, that common problems they can have, but I think um, generally not too much, vet- in my case, not too much veterinary stuff to worry about. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to see if you can convince you to get a pet, but you're convincing me to get a rabbit. <laughs> you get a They're pet fun. in the first place. They're fun. I mean, why do you think my son is like telling me to... That I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, I did Google, but only just very, very briefly, and saying that pets is good during the pandemic to have a pet. But don't house. get them because of the pandemic, because that'll pass. Right. You want You want to make sure that like, this is a lifelong commitment. Mm. It is a commitment, not something to take lightly by any means, but... If you're prepared to do that, then yeah, there's tons of animals out there that need good homes. Well, you know, um, Natalie, they just got a cat. What is it like about a year ago? Maybe mm. anyway. So she's talking about you know their Felix the cat, Felix the cat, um, a, a lot. Yeah. And just how much it, it's really changed just the atmosphere around the house and things like that. It's a lot warmer. And I'm thinking like, wow. So when you're at work. Are you thinking of Snowball? He sleeps during the day, though. He takes naps. In <laughs> fact, I stay out of... I tend to, unless I have something, I'll check in on him. 
but usually I stay out of his room in the afternoon because he's sleeping and they startle easily. So if they can hear, if you walk in, they'll go, they'll kind of. Oh, I'm a light sleeper myself too. So, but <laughs> okay. Um, so I try not what? to bother him during the daytime. The yeah. good thing about rabbits is that they are up in the morning and at around the evening when you're home from work, if you're working a day job, basically that's when they're awake and active. All right. Why do people keep pets in the first place anyway? In general, in general, why? They're friends. They're cute. They're fun. They're friends. They're funny. They're entertaining. They can get attached to it, just like having a real child. Yeah, sure. I can't imagine that, but I've seen that in my neighbors. I mean, she's someone who lives on the tenth floor. I live on the fourth, and right. she used to have a, a dog, and I think it died, mm. and then she immediately got another one, and like she couldn't live without. A pet, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that it's a different dog, and she was like, "Oh, this one's more fuzzy." And but, uh, but other than that, I don't know what my son son is saying. Maybe he, you know, I bet most of the reason is that he wants to keep a pet. That's. I think that may have something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> my kids have never had a pet ever since they were little. Mm. Never. I mean, they've talked about like, "Oh, mom, you know, dad, get us a dog," but after a while, a month or so, they stop nagging mm. us about mm. it. So we never, they never had. Right. So I don't know. Anyway, I said I've got to get in discussion with John and see if he can convince me. Okay. Well, you I'm have to go gonna... check it out for yourself. Yeah, go go talk to the shelter people because they don't they don't just let anyone take a, a rabbit home. You have to be. You mean qualified. they're going to study me too? Oh yeah, there's an Ooh. interview process. It's really? a it's not pretty intense. Does that go the same for cats and and dogs? I don't know, but I think it depends on the organization. Huh. But they're careful. They're careful. Yeah. They'll want to well, see. Well, they should be. Yeah, yeah. Pictures of the environment where you're going to have them to make sure it's all. No, safe they come for them. to your house. No, no. You send them. You have to send them photos. Oh, of really? The, you have to set up an area for it. Oh my gosh, that seems like so. a. <laughs> that seems like a big deal. Mm. But I guess yeah, it, it's understandable. All right. Okay. Well, I'll give it a think. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> no, I have to still think about it. Uh. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, thanks for your input, John.、Mm. Yeah. Well, let's get to the letters.、Okay. Yes. And maybe you know we'd love to hear about pet stories from our listeners. If you <laughs> if you have pets at home, and let us know what you think about them and why why you think that I should keep a pet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But、um, like always, we always love to hear from you.、Um, if you're in in the habit of writing、uh, by paper and pen, our address is PO Box one two three dash one nine nine Taipei Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti dot org dot cw, and you can always reach us on Facebook and YouTube as well. All righty. Now I've got a letter here from our dear listener Mikio Kohara of Osaka, Japan, and it says here I had the pleasure of listening to English language broadcasting.、Um, I can un- understand English a little. The next outline content was what I was able to enjoy listening. He、um, listened in on May twenty ninth at one five three two zero kilohertz. Simple rating was kind of all over the place three four two three two. The main point of the program was the news. Uh, talking about most of the infections in Taiwan and Taipei area,、uh, this would have been just about well, a couple weeks after you know we got a surge in domestic cases in Taiwan.、Uh, Japan plans to send, and they have already,、um, AstraZeneca's vaccine to Taiwan. They're sending more. They're sending more.、Thank、right,、you. right. Thank you very much. Um, planning vaccination for elementary school students, development measures for medical suppliers against the virus in Taiwan, and then about countermeasures to COVID and recommended to wear masks 
and uh, the state of uh, the Taipei City Hospital. Yeah, I think there were some cluster infections there at that hospital. And uh, and then the status of the infection, temperature in town was getting higher, but it's kind of become lower th- these days uh, with the plum rain season. Mm. Yes. And um, uh, how to work in the company with uh, anti-pandemic measures and then the status of Pfizer preventive uh, vaccines. And then in brackets, it said noisy condition. I guess there was some um, interruption there. And it says that this is May monthly report. Our test service on 15320 kilohertz at 3 UTC to 335 UTC. The condition of the wave was poor for listening. It was really hard to listen to the details due to some noise interruption. I stopped listening in the middle of the program. Oh, I'm sorry about that because the noise is so bad. Regarding the situation, the COVID situation in Japan, many major cities have declared a state of emergency. Well, this was back in May 29th. And there's a slight tendency for the number of infected people to decline. Vaccination has begun, but not many people have been vaccinated. The Tokyo Olympics will be held as scheduled, but it has not yet been decided whether to include spectators in the match venue or not. I will continue listening to RTI English Service. Thank you for the service. Well, thank you for your letter. That was Mikio Kohara of Osaka, Japan. We've got a letter here from Indonesia that's coming to us from Eddie Witanto, who writes uh, to Radio Taiwan International. Uh, it says, this is a report about our June 21st broadcast on 9405 kilohertz at between 1640 and 1659 UTC. Simpo was all four. The audio was heard relatively strong with noise and fading as usual. Signal strength plotted around... S9 minus 74 BDM to S9 plus 20 dB minus 50 dBm. And it says he's requesting a paper QSL card. It says note logged with the help of a 0 to 30 megahertz Kiwi SDR located at Hanoi, Vietnam and monitored in West Jakarta, Indonesia using a Xiaomi Redmi 3 Android smartphone. Program details. Jukebox Republic had to get a haircut. Shirley Lin talked about her new hair with songs like Ting Tang, etc. And there was I, I, think it, I think it meant uh, Ding Tang, the okay. uh, Taiwanese singer. Yeah. And it said there was some information about time frequencies and how to contact RTI at the end. That comes to us once again from uh, from Eddie Witanto of Indonesia. Well, thank you so much for the details. And that's the uh, that's today's show. Uh, thank you for your letters. But we'd love for you to listen and tune into our programs and. Get us letters. Let us know what the listening condition is, um, what you think about the programs, the content, and all that. Our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And don't forget to contact us on Facebook and YouTube and leave us a comment. All right. I guess we'll see you in July. All right. All right. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye. Bye.
Listen. Are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Okay, let's get started. Okay. Okay. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kilohertz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kilohertz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC, on 15320 kilohertz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.